This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We love America! This level of foolishness and joy. Losers, in other words. Now watch this drive. Great ass! Damn it! Shisha. Sicario. Bruce fucking Springsteen. Damn it. A little bit of Monica in my life. People are gonna die. Yeah, baby. Uh, Jesus' name, amen. I want you to know that I've smoked pot. (laughs) Welcome to Good Christian Fun. (laughs) That's Reverend Eric <laughs> loading a gun, or it's her. You can't decide. <laughs> Do I shoot you or myself? You or myself. <laughs> wow. Woo. A very special Donald Trump is heaven. not America. We love America. America. Okay, <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. What if, like, you know how they have those production company credits at the end of TV shows? (laughs) Or, like, at the beginning of movies, and sometimes there's, like, a little jingle with them. What if for hers, when when, like, her spider lady movie comes out, it's like, we love America. America. (laughs) And then it's, like, her... Animated. Her thing, yeah. That'd be cool. There was a few additions to it. Mamba number five was in there. Yeah, you freshened it up. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to have Good Christian <laughs> Fun. Technically, it's the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the music, and the movies, and the entertainment made for, made by, made about Christians, but we're not here to make fun of you or to make you go to church or to make you watch old hour-long dramas from the WB. Uh We're just here to have fun. Unless you want to. Unless you want to. You might want to. I did. Some people do, and this is, yeah, and this is a topic of conversation, but what would I know about hour-long dramas from the WB? We're talking about Seventh Heaven this week. Finally, after seven years of doing the podcast. That's crazy. We're like- We're in our Seventh Heaven. Yeah, that's right. Do you know what the term Seventh Heaven means? Like, because we take that term for granted. No. Because it's not like in the pilot, he's like, now there's six heavens we know about. The family is. <laughs> I the didn't know it was heaven. like an idiom that people say. It refers to the seven levels or divisions of heaven. So it is a sort of idiom. Oh, and like seventh is the best. Mm-hmm. So it's like this chocolate is like seventh heaven or something like that. <laughs> yeah, Donald Miller sounding ass. <laughs> Dove's news tagline. This chocolate is seventh heaven. Man, I want some chocolate now. Man. This diet yogurt <laughs> might as well be. I was trying to do a 90s commercial. Mm, yeah. My yo plate. Man, yeah. I remember the 90s. You got um, yo played. <laughs> Okay, well, on that, I think 
we better introduce See that on the theme song next week I'm sure <laughs> I got you played <laughs> friends and folks she's a writer from Brooklyn Nine-Nine or Star Trek Lower Decks give it the hell up for Stephanie, Stephanie Ritter, Ritter! she's dabbing in the studio dabbing I, both sides I want to say that's a tribute to me but sure. <laughs> the inventor of dabbing no but I actually feel... more the finisher of dabbing <laughs> I'm the Omega of dabbing. He's the That's ending right. of dabbing. <laughs> Gorgeous. It's natural conclusion. But if someone within our friend group has kept it alive. That's true. I have video of you doing that at the AMC. Like Burbank, recently. Like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. See? And Dexter does that every time I do it. Oh, Welcome, Stephanie. Stephanie. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to... This is my seventh heaven is having you here on the oh, pod. Oh, that's so nice. Oh my isn't god, it? that is so sweet. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to every that. episode after this and make sure you never say it to anyone else. Okay. <laughs> Shit. That's kind Damn. Of, that's kind of my line. Hey Dex. Hey sweet guy. Yeah, we don't need to do that. Our security personnel <laughs> is uh, keeping things under control. I do wonder if Emma fired. cuts this out. If he, because I never tell her to. I'm sure. To cut out the dog barks. And so, you having to like talk into the mic, Dex. Hey buddy. Dex. <laughs> Dex, buddy, no. Wait. Is, <laughs> Dex. Wait, is that your impression? Yeah. Dexter. And then snap. Yeah, a little snap. So if you ever hear snapping, I'm not snapping at our guests. No, he is. He's or, snap or at you. he's slaying. Yeah. <laughs> it's when I like think of a really good point and I want to punctuate there it somehow. There he goes again. Gracious. Well, you're here finally after... I mean, well, I didn't even tell you. This has been <laughs> scheduled for like a month. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. On and off. On and off. We had on push, and off. We had to push. And there was COVID. Push and pull. And there was car troubles. Oof. And oh, there no. was, I want to say COVID again. Probably. Your car got COVID? My car got COVID. <laughs> carbon. It was so sad. He has carbon. <laughs> yeah, he got so long carbon. Oh, no. <laughs> I got COVID for the first time at the Taylor Swift show. Are you um, joking? I had never gotten COVID. I oh, thought I was maybe immune. God. I thought that was like impossible at this point. I, know, my I don't think it's possible either. to even get we COVID both anymore. Got COVID. At she the Taylor concert, strain. I got no. COVID-1989, Taylor's version. Okay. She okay. thought about it. There was a huge outbreak of COVID at a Hollywood Bowl concert recently. Which really, one? It's a new strain. It's yeah, very bad. I think so. Do you Gosh. know which bowl concert? No, I was talking to someone and they were like, I got it. And then when I went to the doctor, the doctor was like, oh, were you at the blank show? And he was like, yeah, I've seen like seven of you people in here. <laughs> was it the John Williams show? Or like, what was it? <laughs> I wish I could remember. It was like a funny one too. <laughs> it was a silly it was, show? It was like hilarious. You would get COVID was at that show. Was it Weird Al Yankovic? <laughs> I hope so. Anyway, that's crazy. Well, I'm glad yeah. at least you saw Taylor before you got COVID. Oh my God, I know. I was like happy to have gotten it there. Like out of everywhere in the world, it's like, okay, well, at least she gave it to me. Yeah, you always have those memories like intertwined. Yeah. What night exactly. were you there? I was there Monday. So her fourth night out of six. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And and you were there the, the middle. Night? You were in the middle sibling. Yeah. I was there. Wait. I think you were there the same night. I was also there Monday. Yeah, because I was there night? fifth night. Oh my God. Exile night. <gasps> yeah. Oh, people are flip. People are jealous. People, people are people are so jealous. People are jealous, mm. and I don't try to like dissuade them from being jealous. I'm like, no. no. Like, we, we also got to dress on guitar. So sorry. Oops. It's almost like it's probably better than having Carly at your concert. I'm not sad about that. I know. I'm like, you sang your. But Carly's not on stage. Like, I get that there's an energy in the stadium when uh-huh. she's there. Her glee, Taylor's glee that night. Looking up at that section, uh-huh. all the times where she Let's has not ever it. looked up there is like 
it is something. It's something. What it is, I don't know. But it's something. A little bit of sunshine. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a getaway car. Something like that. Wow. Maybe. You really like reputation now. I feel like you've yeah, I come do. around on it. Oof. You've done a Yui. Have you yeah, seen I- the tour on Netflix? The video? Yeah, I did. I did. I'm holding it off. I'm like um, saving it as a treat for myself. I can't say I remember a lot from it, but I remember being like, oh yeah, it's pretty good. Do we have plans to go see the era's concert film? In theater. Oh, yeah. Are we going to go terrorize those sweet AMC employees who have no idea what they're in for? Are you they thought really Barbenheimer was bad? I was against yeah. it at first because I'm an A-list member. Of course. And I don't, I don't like having to pay for something I'm already it paying for. It's crazy to pay. Yeah. And again, I this will be actually kind of like the third time I've paid for it because I've been to the concert. I've mm-hmm. been an Alias member. And then if mm-hmm. I have to buy a ticket to this mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. that's... That's not fiscally responsible. But that's never stopped me before. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, You know what? I knew there was a twist coming. (laughs) I am going Friday night and Sunday. You are? Oh, my my God. God. Just to see. Just to see. Just to see what, like, how it is. Yeah. Both times. And the first night I didn't get two seats together because I left my phone at home one day, ever. And I got back home. I had so many texts. And I was too late to get a good spot. You were commuting with nature. You'll be in there. I bet you'll be able to like rearrange get in there. Um, And now I'm thinking about everybody like dressing up and like getting into it. And now I feel like I need to be a part of that too. Well, if you want, you can come see the Stop Making Sense Talking Heads movie with us. (gasps) The David Byrne. They're re-releasing that in IMAX. That'll be a good time. At AMC. (laughs) Yeah, it's 30 years old. Yeah, it's at AMC. And a-list included. I think we'll see how soundproof the walls are at that night. I mean, testing the enough. limits of it. I really think so. Because I think regular movies are already testing yes. the limits at AMC. Yeah. And they're like suggesting that people dress up, stand up, sing along. Like Oh, really? They are su- it is in the little descriptions. They're I bet like, they're like putting it putting everyone in like the back you know, room, oh, yeah. or they're just putting three together and they're like, this is the Taylor this section. This is a dry run Stay. for her, like, taking the Capitol next year or something. I would be like, fine with that. Support, yeah, both of us are already. Yes. So Taylor pilled. We're like, we support <laughs> Taylor know. taking the Capitol. Oh, my, yeah. my question, <laughs> of course. and then we'll get to your religious background, but my question is, can she get bigger than she is now? Is it possible? Or will she just sustain this? The healthcare system, I think, has... <laughs> an opening <laughs> for improvement. I'm just saying like move out. Oh. You know, a lot of other industries have availability for her to upgrade them. You know what I think she might be smart to do is open her and Beyonce, I think together uh-huh. and maybe some other huge artists a, a different sort of ticket master, like a way to oh sell their tickets God. themselves. Seriously, do title, but do it better. Exactly. And do it with tickets. Exactly. <gasps> and it's called Ticket Girl. Ticket oh. Girl. No masters okay. allowed. No. Or it's called Ticket Primary, you know. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. Sure. Isn't that nice? Ticket, our version. Yes. Yeah. That's such a good idea. And actually, they should do that because I think, I think it, would it would be, be so a smart. success. It would make them tons of money, especially if they did kind of like the Mark Cuban like drug company thing where they're like, we charge a flat fee. $5, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Because Ticketmaster can charge, you know, $179 fee. And you're mm-hmm. just like, well, I have to pay it. I have to pay <laughs> There's it. no other way around There's getting a ticket no to this. There's no way to know what that is. Exactly. And they're the only website that's like able to handle that many purchases, even though they clearly weren't. And they crashed for Taylor and for Beyonce. Exactly. It's like anybody could do this. Exactly. And no I one do wants them anymore. And they'd get so much goodwill. Mm-hmm. Also, President Biden would back them up because yes. even President Biden was like, we got to get rid of these... <laughs> <laughs> <Junk fees. laughs> 
He did. I think that's exactly that, what he, he was like, I'm on junk fees now. On what? He was like, I'm going to get rid of junk fees that, including oh Ticketmaster. I thought you were saying like junk, I thought you said junk fees and I was like, what drug is that? Junk, I'm on junk, junk fees now. <laughs> yeah. Ask me about junk fees. Junk fees. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> Nuts. What I will say for as much as I enjoyed the Taylor concert and as much as a sweaty I am, I'm very suspect of the narrative of like she had no choice but to do the fees that Ticketmaster made her do. She does have so much power. Really? And, th- and there are bands like The Cure recently did very affordable tickets where everyone made money, everyone Ooh. went home happy, the fans were happy. They kept the ticket prices low, and it was through Ticketmaster stuff. How low are we talking? Like, what was the most expensive ticket? Oh, well, I don't have that information right in front of me, but I could definitely look it up. Call yourself a numbers guy. <laughs> it's the most expensive Taylor ticket. You want numbers now? Yeah, How no, dare you? <laughs> Let me tell you. The most expensive Taylor ticket without VIP on the floor, front row, was $520, something like that. Mm. The next ones that are, like, VIP, literally right next to me, were $300 more. But I also have seen those VIP kits selling for more than $300 online mm-hmm. consistently. Oh, yeah. So wow. I'm like, so essentially the most you'll pay is $600 if you buy face value. What? So I'm like, is the cure like $100? Is it like $20? Like, It's, yeah, man, I want to watch look it this be up. 500 and Why don't y'all talk about like this? Up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. it's $700. Yeah. Yeah. So if Taylor was able to like literally go around the distribution system to put her movie out. I know. Let's get rid of these teas, babe. I mean, the fact that they, like, totally broke AMC that day. Our friend, you know Demi. Demi was like, I tried to buy a movie ticket randomly that morning, and it was crashed. It kept telling me I have 10 minutes in line. He was like, what is going on here? They crashed it. They sold over $26 million worth of tickets in the first day alone for, like, the first weekend. So it's like, Taylor, and she gave everyone that worked on her tour a $100,000 bonus. Everyone. Even the drivers. Everyone. Oh, I thought it was just the drivers, but it was Mm-mm. everyone. Well, good. The dancers. They should. Everybody. The band. I know. That's the thing. She gave out something like up to three or five million dollars of bonuses. Can I talk about something interesting about Taylor? Because we yes. know how wealthy she is, right? I believe so. I but believe like, we have a, an we idea. Don't see it. No. Like think about it. Like how she is not conspicuous with her wealth, like at all. Like she kind of dresses bad. She doesn't wear like She dresses designer. like everyone's boyfriend. Everyone's boyfriend. Which I'm into. She dresses in baggy she, jeans and a like, in a loose tee. Sometimes like a circle skirt. It's like, okay. She's playing like, a different she game. She doesn't look expensive. I mean, I know some of that is intentional, but like we don't see her wealth like we do the other big pop girls mm-hmm. yes. at all. Like even She's dressing her for presentation. Comforts. Yeah, her aesthetic or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we don't see her private jet. We don't really see her homes. We don't see that stuff. But like we know she's a cajillionaire. Yeah. But like I think everyone forgets. I think she's so, I think that's probably think intentional, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. she's a woman of the people. That's <laughs> <laughs> But like even Beyonce's tour right now, you know, like she has literally different costumes every single night, like multiple different Whoa. costumes that are designer created. So each of those wow. are probably several thousand dollars. And so like even just what she spends on her tour is not extremely expensive, conspicuous the way you would think it would be. Do you think Blue Ivy has a Coogan account for her paychecks from the tour? <laughs> oh my God, that's a great question. Probably, like, right? What kind of account? Well, a she's Coogan been paying account. Blue to be in her, um, Jackie Coogan, uh, to be in her like commercials for years. Oh my God. I mean, it's like, I wonder... 
Because, like, Adam Sandler doesn't, like, write his own movies, but he casts his family in all of them. A Kukin account is an account for children because of, like, all the mistreatment of child stars over oh, the decades. Okay. And so, essentially— Where their parents would just, like, gamble their money away before yeah. they were adults. It was named after a child actor named Coogan. And okay. so, essentially, it forces the parents to put a specific percentage aside at least. So, when the kid turns 18, it goes directly to the kid. So, that way, the parents can't do what they did to a lot of people Ostensibly. Theoretically, yeah. But then some of them will be like, I'm your manager. And the manager fee is 40%. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay. Well, it's my dad. I'm not going to argue. And also, an 18-year-old is still pretty susceptible to your parents if they've like ran your life up to this point. You know, I'm sure they'd be like, well, take it, dad. Like, you need Mm -hmm. this gambling money. Yeah, you know what's best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have to help pay that house mortgage. I've never had an education. So this is fine. (laughs) Ugh, we can't even get into this. I know. <laughs> like, uh, what we've done to Britney Spears. What we've done what we've to Britney done, Spears. Wow. Wait, uh, while I still have a gayler on the couch here with me, and I'm sorry, Kevin yes. has heard me talk about this, like, Ed Nossium. No, that's the first time. Wait, there's theories about her identity Just in this way? Quickly, with the Taylor's I've never heard ver- from either of you, actually, <laughs> ever. With the Taylor's version of 1989, are you so excited for the bonus songs and what they may reveal? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I got, I ordered the yellow uh, oh, record. Okay. Uh, for the two days that that, that was available, it? it will have the bonus songs. Okay. Apparently, the five That's bonus tracks. Needed. I'm very excited because I'm loving the bonus songs from Speak Now. I'm having a great time. Just listened yes. to Haunted on the way here. Yeah, had an amazing time with that. I'm very excited because 1989. So much of it is gay. It's giving gay. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I feel like, yeah. I'm just. I, okay. I think it's going to be a nice time. I agree. That's what I'm going to say. All right, we'll leave it there. I recommend everyone follow a sketch group called Montessori Boy on TikTok. One of my favorite sketch groups. They're so funny. And they, (laughs) I've showed you this sketch. They have a sketch where uh, one of the members comes in and she's like, guys, Taylor just put out a a new song and it's so gay. And oh, it's, you told me about this. Oh, yeah. The song is called I Want to Have Straight <laughs> Sex at the Gay Pride Parade. After this, after this I'm going to take you through the song Paris line by line and, and tell oh, you God. why it's about Carly Klaus. Break it down. Wow, line by line. <laughs> it's going to be your own genius, genius lyrics. This what is my pop-up video for you. From us. I'm, open, <laughs> I'm open to it. And I'm, I, you know. Man, I'm open to it. I, it sounds like it, I sound like what our guests sound like when they talk about Christianity. Like I'm open to whatever, yeah. anything <laughs> could be possible. You. I'm I'm Gaylor agnostic. I'm not mm. an atheist, mm. a gaytheist when it comes to Gaylor. I think the thing is, it's like if she wants to come out of the closet, she will. If she even is queer at all, if she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to. No one should ever force anyone out of the closet. But it's also like if you are in but- the closet, isn't that sad? <laughs> like, is that hard for you? Is what hard for you? Like, if you are a person who's in the closet, especially being so big, is that hard for you? Knowing who your dad is, knowing how he is, knowing that it only removes people from your fan base. It will never add people to your fan base to come out. It will mm-hmm. only take people away and alienate you from your parents. So it's like, mm-hmm. I, it would make It'll sense. It'll be all people ask you about for like years and years and yes. years Yes, and come. then it puts a spotlight on Carly. It puts a spotlight oh, on your old Diana Agron, who mm-hmm. is out now, but wasn't mm-hmm. when they were best friends wearing matching scissors necklaces. Which you do, which everyone does. Well, they were a bit fans of sewing. They really loved to to sew. <laughs> Wait, they had sewing. scissors necklaces, matching scissors necklaces. So are you agnostic now? Yes, <laughs> I'm open. I'll I'm send you a PowerPoint deck. <laughs> oh my god, we'll take you through the song Wonderland, <laughs> lyric by lyric. I feel like this ends with y'all hosting a joint birthday party <laughs> where you just do PowerPoint presentation. June third. 
Oh my god, what? I'm June 2nd. Are you serious? This makes sense. Kevin. Okay. Yeah. You made something happen here. Wait, See? what year? <gasps> Cut it out if if we're 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 19. 1990. 19. I'm 19. 19. Are you I'm serious? Taylor Swift. Oh my god. You are oh Taylor god. Swift. We're, we're literally bookending <laughs> Taylor. Do you realize this? We're literally bookending her to six months. What's Dexter, you want to get this out of here? This is crazy. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> okay, this is crazy. Wow. This is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> Have you ever taken what? 88 minutes to talk just about Taylor Swift before you uh, even get into the episode? Frequently. <laughs> well, I'm here, so this is not an uncommon 50% of the occurrence. podcast ends up being this. <laughs> Incredible. I feel like I was on Taylor before you were, though. What? What are you talking about? Wasn't I on Taylor before you? As an artist? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember us ever talking about Taylor until the last couple of years. Well. I feel like you're about to hit me. <laughs> I am about to hit you. <laughs> because about to come I was to you Taylor, with like. I was definitely on Taylor before I knew you. She pulls oh, out a okay. debut album. Yeah, yeah, With yeah. the like, you're gay lyric still in it. <laughs> Wait, what year? <laughs> There's an, I have a newspaper next to it. <laughs> uh, with the date. Uh, I was listening during like Red era. Mm. Mm. So was I. Yeah, but mm. we didn't even know each other then. Right. You both equally came <laughs> I'm not You're saying, trying to... You're, what you're implying... I'm not saying I... You little fuckhead. <laughs> oh is that God. you <laughs> made me a Taylor fan. No, I'm and, not implying Or you that. like brought no. the... I, I, I'm what did not, you say? I'm Let's not roll implying the tape that. Back. Let's back the fuck up. Let's roll the tape Emma, back. Go ahead and insert the oh, no. the audio of Kevin right now saying, <laughs> I turned you on to Taylor. I didn't did say not. that. What did he say? I, I don't remember the this exact wording. It was something TV arguments happened. I said, I said, I feel like I was on Taylor before you. Yes. And I yeah, said, I don't remember us talking about it until the last couple of years. I didn't say, I turned you on. I sired you into a Swifty. I did not okay. say that. I'm sorry. I never that was me reading that. into what you said. Would not apply That's that. what I heard. And that sent, yeah, made my eyes turn red. <laughs> like the Tyler album 2012. I'm sorry I spoke to you that way. No, it's okay. Um, how many of her physical CDs do you have in your car, though? Just out of curiosity. What is this? <laughs> CDs? Yeah. No, because I don't buy CDs because I'm not a moron. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to keep my space clean. I have right? a Spotify account. Uh-huh. Anyway. I, okay, see, now you are doing this. Now you are... Oh, Dexter, okay. let me tell you this. Now you are doing Dexter. No, you're doing Taylor questions. competition with me, and you're not going to win questions. this game. I would Impartial. like you to stop asking questions. <laughs> Be less curious. Yeah. More judgmental. <laughs> Dead last. Did you know Taylor is the second most listened to artist on Spotify? Please guess who the number one is, because it truly shocked me. Wait, is it like Selena Gomez? Is it Elsa from Let It Go? <laughs> what if it was? From LOL. Let It Go. It's just original Broadway cast, or original movie cast. Yeah. No, it's The Weeknd. The Weeknd. I can't name one that song by juice. this band. That it feels juiced. I mean, have Fuck you seen it. the like posters from like his concert or whatever on iTunes? Like oh. The entire audience is fake people. Like are it's, you serious? It's AI generated people, and a lot of them, their faces are fucked up. They're not what? even like. Are you serious? Fully like you done. Zoom in and see that. Yeah, I bet it's still online. It oh, got like able, able, able. I know. So I'm like, is it? Are you? How? How can you be? Well, yeah. Let's have you do a tour just to see how many seats you sell out, so I can know if you actually have those fans. 
Why don't, don't you go so. ahead and headline a TV show and see if it's a huge <laughs> hit because everyone R- loves R. you so to the idol. much. We we miss it every day. Oh. We do miss it. And all of our friends on Did there. Did you guys watch it? I watched half of the first episode okay. and I was like, not for me. Gross. I can't do torture porn. If, if you don't like The weekend, is that ableist? <laughs> Welcome to Good Christian Fun. And we would love to hear about Stephanie's history oh with gosh. religion and her faith journey. Yes, sorry. We got so up. into no, it's okay. bigger topics. You might need to mediate some stuff in between the break. <laughs> yeah, but- I'm still like, my heart rate's still up. <laughs> Eyes still twitching. A little bit of blood twitching. coming from the ear. No, I'm fine. I'm not implying I'm anything. letting it go. I'm really not you implying absolutely anything. are. No, okay. I promise. Oh my God. I need Andy Cohen in here now. <laughs> hey, remember when you <laughs> called me the Andy plain. Cohen of our friend group the other night? <laughs> USOB. I <forgot. laughs> Am I wrong? I, I don't know Andy enough to know. Other than that weird video of <laughs> him walking. You to be offended though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know enough. I just think about that video of him going like, remember where you were. <laughs> On 9-11. What does this have to do with anything? In the clubhouse. Yes. <laughs> yeah. we're at 9-11. Did you grow up with religion? Okay. Let me tell you, I did. Okay. I did. I grew up in the Catholic church. Nice. I went to Catholic school my whole life until... Whereabouts? Uh, in central Florida. Very Christian place. Um, there's like a church on every corner in my hometown. A bunch of different faiths other than Judaism. We got one... Uh, Jewish temple when I was like in high school, I want to wow. say. Oh, it came late in the I believe life. it came late. Wow. Um, it was very crazy. There's like literally every Jewish family knows each other in my hometown because my town is small and then there's only one temple. So it's like everybody knows each other. Yeah. But I went to Catholic school from preschool on, but I was also adopted from a Catholic company or whatever, business. Adopted a from a for Catholic, Catholic business? <laughs> adoption business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so interesting because I knew there were like Christian adoption agencies. Mm-hmm. I guess I should have assumed that like Catholics would have their own version of that as well. Yeah, they're like, we got to make sure you believe in the other stuff that we specifically believe in, but not that other <laughs> yeah. stuff. So yeah, this do you have any insight into that process? Because I have no idea what that would be. <laughs> like they they were trying to pair the children mm-hmm. with specifically Catholic Yeah, only families Catholic and- families. Mm-hmm. Which is very funny to me, I think. Because so many people are like, it's really hard to adopt a child in the late 80s. I was like, is it? My parents just got too, like, thrown at them. <laughs> like, they barely had to Judge. ask. <laughs> Genuinely. It is. It, they got, like, a buy one, get one deal. Like, it was crazy. They got a BOGO? They got a BOGO. On I was your, the go. Kids were a <laughs> you BOGO. Were the, you were the extra. You were the bonus the Jonas. Yeah, I was the bonus Jonas. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure you weren't. You're not the bonus Jonas. You're the bow. <laughs> no, I was the go. My brother was the bow, and that's okay. How was being raised Catholic? Did you were you involved in church? Did you go to Sunday school? Did you do confirmation and all that? I got up to I dropped out right before confirmation to my parents. Like my parents were pissed at me. But I so like I went to Catholic school. So that means like you go to church on Fridays during school, and then on Sundays you also have to go to church, and it's the exact same sermon. And then during Lent, you're going Wednesday, you're going Friday, you're going Sunday. It's the exact same thing. I Truly hated it. I would count the tiles in the ceiling every single time I was there. Because also, I think once I realized like I was gay, like my student Bible for Catholics made it extremely clear that's bad. And I was like, Remember what it said? Yeah, it was like, My friend Billy might be gay. Like (laughs) he says he thinks boys are cute. Like, what do I do? And it's very much like, you know, (laughs) call the police. uh, Yeah, call the police. Just shoot him. You're allowed. Shoot him on sight. Yeah, it's shoot first law in Florida. 
So they're like, you stand genuinely. Your ground. It's stand your ground. protection. <laughs> genuinely. It's this, always removed like that too mm-hmm. in Christian, um, like, you know, doctrine of like, it's like my friend is gay. It's mm-hmm. never like the reader of this Bible, of course, right. wouldn't be gay. No, never. <laughs> it would be his heathen friend. Yeah. Billy. Right, right. <laughs> There's like okay. an aside in parentheses, listen, straighties like us. Yeah. <laughs> straighties like us. Straight we get straight. it. We know there's some. What can we do for our know, brothers in Christ? Kooky people out <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta help them. Oh my gosh. So you knew very early on what not only I am gay, but also like this is not acceptable where I'm at. I knew I wasn't really into the religion thing pretty early because it was very, at least in my Catholic school, very, um, like, contradictory to, like, what they were, like, preaching. Like, they were not practicing what they were preaching. They were very much, like, you know, the kind of, like, mean people who you don't want to be a part of. Where you're like, oh, you you say that you believe in this thing, but you actually don't follow any of it. So, like, I would, like, ask my parents when I was, like, I guess middle school. I'd be like, do I really have to go on Sunday again? I went Wednesday and Friday. It's the exact same sermon. If you really say that God is, like, omnipotent and, like, omnipresent, can't I just pray at home? If that's what you really need from me. If you genuinely just need me to pray. And it would get the most angry responses. And it's like, okay, so I'm not going— because you want me to connect to God or Jesus or whatever. You want me to go so you can look like you have, like, a, a happy Christian family. family. Yeah, and right. And so they would have to go to, like, these, like, youth group classes, too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is so weird. Where everyone is just using this as, like, an excuse to do something else. It was very, like, not the vibe for me. And also my teachers, like, some of them were nuns and they were really mean. Mm-hmm. And, like, this one teacher of mine, she was like, I should start every school year. And she'd be like, have you ever met a 67-year-old virgin? Well, now you have. And it was like, we were That's 12. Sick. It was so you sick. Were 12. I was like, what? You're like, I assumed all adults were virgins. Yeah, what? I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'll try not to think about it. Crazy. Truly Whoa. crazy. I looked her up a bit ago. I feel like card. she's dead. Yeah. She was quite old. You couldn't at that connect point. on Instagram. I hope no. she died a slut. I know. I hope she did too. She was she so mean. Slut era before. Maybe that's how she went out. I would Have really you ever hope met so. A ninety-seven-year-old virgin. <laughs> oh. God, like, it's saying I mean, it on it her deathbed now. I mean, <laughs> like they're, they're just the have I met a ninety-six-year-old virgin? I guess not. <laughs> I love it. I don't think so. They're all around us. <laughs> yes, man. Yeah. So it wasn't like a chill church. It wasn't like one of the like breezy ones. It was very much like you have to wear a dress because that's what God wants. And it's like, well, I'm not comfortable in that. And they'd be like, you have to because that's what God is. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, then I guess I don't like that. Like, yeah, that's not God's my vibe. Weird. Yeah. God seems so fucking weird if he wants to see my legs so bad. Because <laughs> I'd also be like, it's the middle of December. I'm quite cold. I'd oh like God. to wear pants. And they'd be like, you have to wear a dress. It's wow. like, that's Also in school, I was really kind of a bad boy. I like uh, protested the dresses because I was like, girls are only allowed to wear very thin, like see-through tights with their dresses. And I was like, boys get to wear pants and they can wear anything underneath it. They're so warm and they have like jackets. This and is a crazy thing. It was yeah, so, you're so crazy. Right. Yeah. And they were like, girls don't wear pants. And I was like, you're literally able to you're wear like, them anytime you want. Yeah. whatever, yeah. you know. It was 2022. <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> Last year. I'm so young. That's crazy. Yes, yeah, so you're it all was freezing nuts. for yeah. like the sake of an aesthetic or something. I was also probably six. 60 pounds. So I literally was just like tiny, tiny, Shivering. just shaking. Like a little chihuahua. I was like, yeah. I was, and it's Florida. <laughs> so they put every single room on like 55 degrees because outside it's 100 degrees. Oh my so God. they're constantly trying to like battle the heat outside. And yeah. so it's really, it's, it's not cool. So what was the result of that? How did that go? Which thing? Uh, you you protesting. Oh, dresses. yeah, yeah, yeah. They said no. They made me wear the dresses. <laughs> they just um, made you do it. Yeah. Damn. I tried to wear um, pants 
And uh, my mom was like, I'm not buying pants for you. And I was like, I'll wear my brother's pants. And she was like, you will not wear your brother's pants. I was like, okay. Um, you know, you do what you can. But So I would just wear shorts under my dress until they would get mad at me. So it was like, this I would compromise. Wild. It was this really wild. extra even for like Catholic school. Yeah, it was kind of nuts. Um, but they really loved being Catholic. Everybody there was really obsessed with it. And they all really believed. And I was like, oh, do we? Like, I was like, are you really <laughs> believing this stuff? And they also taught it to us as like, every Bible story they taught us as fact. And so at one point I was like trying to do the math. I was like, this is crazy. Because my parents were like, you always believe teachers. Everything teacher says is right. You always believe teachers. Right. They're like, believe teachers, believe anyone who's above you. They're always right and you're always wrong. So it's like, okay. Even though my teachers were cuckoo bananas. So I'm like, all right. And one time I was probably like in third grade and I went to my teacher. I was like, hey, I have a question for you. I was like, Adam and Eve were the first two people on earth. She was like, yes, great. I was like, okay, cool. So they had two sons. She's like, exactly. I'm like, cool. How did they populate the earth? And also how did we get black people? How did we get Asian people? How did we get Indian people? I was like, did she sleep with her son? Like, what is everyone just inbred? And she was like, oh, this is a question for your parents. And I was like, well, you told us that that's the story. That's yeah, the like, truth. Yeah, finish the story. Right. I was like, so how does it work? <laughs> because also, I literally did like, not. The confrontational yeah. version of Tell Princess me. Bride. Finish the story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was pissed. Like, I asked this, exact, this yeah. exact same question. What was the answer yeah. you got? Uh, it was sort of a pawn off. It was like, well, class is starting when I was going to a Christian private school. That's a crazy yeah. thing. I didn't really even think about that at all for yeah. so long. It's and nuts. But the fact that like no, none of your teachers ever had an answer that was like, it, actually just answer period, let alone yes. a satisfying Give answer. us this day mm-hmm. our daily in bread. <laughs> that's what <laughs> oh, I was giving. For the slam poetry night. Yes. Yeah, um, I was trying to remember. I feel like I heard some explanation of that a long time ago. It was like, well, they had a bunch of daughters after that, but like that still is like okay. So they Who's were all daughters? fucking their siblings yeah. or right. something. Like, and then where gross. did the people and of then, color come from? Yeah, and if if the Earth is only like you know six thousand years old, then like that's not enough time to get this genetic diversity you're talking about. No. And then there were I feel like the man. timeline of the Earth is like the deadline of like it's <laughs> still bad. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> we can count backward, and like the. Yeah, the ethnicities are crazy. I'm trying to remember, like, I really think someone tried to give me some sort of, like, miraculous answer, and it had something to do with, like, angels were fucking and getting in there and just, like, other right, stuff. And, like, hey. there was other okay, just, like, I'm miracles not mentioned. Yeah, just yeah. crazy. So, come on. I eventually ended up getting an answer because they kicked me to my parents. My parents kicked me right back to the teachers. And so I went to the nun, and I was like, what's— The virgin? Um, no, she wanted to be a nun and then wasn't. Which is super she wasn't weird. a virgin. Yeah, she was, they were like, you have to fuck first. <laughs> you actually, like, we usually don't say this. You should fuck. Yeah, we, you gotta loosen up somehow. Honey, get out there. You are. Get in those streets. Yeah. You're too tight wound. So I was like, I got kicked back to a nun, a different nun who's like pretty chill, I think. And she was like, I mean, it's like a parable. And I was like, oh, what is that word? And she was like, it's a story. And I was like, right a story of the truth. You're teaching the Bible as a history book in this school. So what is it? And she was like, there was other people on the earth. I was like, what? She's like, there were other people on the earth. I was like, why are you saying it was Adam and Eve then? And they're like, it's just a story to represent. And I was like, you have to teach this then. It's been poetry this whole time? The whole time. Right. And I was like, so what about Jonah and the whale? Did he really live in that guy's stomach? No acid dissolved him? And she was like, that guy, the whale is that guy. (laughs) She was like, another story. I was like, Noah's Ark? How'd he get the mosquitoes? How'd he get the little bugs on there? 
She was like, another story. I was like, stop teaching this as back then. Oh, this is so gosh. crazy. The fact that you had to like back her against a wall too. Truly. Like, hey. And she was like, I mean, you should know Which this. she probably liked given her. Right. This is your fault, third grader, yeah. for not knowing. She was like, was- I mean, you should have realized like they're just stories. And I was like, well, you're teaching literally the Bible in history class. Again, I cannot stress that enough. That's crazy. You're literally telling us to believe everything that you say. You're teaching us not to question you about literally anything. You're sending me away when I ask you one question. Why would I ever think it's okay to question anything you're saying and put logic into it? Because nothing that you're saying has been logical so far. Like, you're telling me if I'm gay, I'm going to hell. Yeah. But that's not logical with what you're saying before of, like, God loves everybody. So what's What's deal? happening? What's happening? I was taught uh, the Bible in biology class. <laughs> Lol. That's so funny. Science. Incredible. Yeah. That's science. You know, the can science all work. of Jesus. It can all work in there. <laughs> Incre- did you not have a biology book? We did have a biology book. Just like alongside. It was informed by the Christian Ugh, perspective. That's gross. It was like some people think evolution happened. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> and like crazy. a hard side eye to all yeah. of us. I'm like, I mean, we're not going to spend a lot of time. I think there was literally a paragraph on that in my science books. That's so scary. You yeah. go to like a museum for the first time, you see dinosaur <laughs> bones and you pass Museums, out. like, we talk about this like to this day or I'm like, God damn, this <laughs> place has been around a while. Like there's a lot of stuff I do not know. Caroline, I got to shout this out. I did get a few texts a couple weeks ago from my friend Bettina. Shout out to her, Valiant Vermin on Spotify. Very good music. And she found a Christian textbook that does have a few pages on biology in it. Yes. (laughs) And she was sending me uh, some of the pages from it, which were beautiful. Um, Talking about mongoose. Did God originally create a world with this deadly competition between various forms of life? Or are these abilities the result of random changes over time? The Bible, I refuse to say the word evolution. It's just random changes. Random the changes the Bible time. has another answer. That's God was dumb. involved from the beginning with the design and creation of all things. The current world with its bloodshed and competition is a result of man's sin and the fall, not the way things were originally created. That is from a biology textbook. Nice. And imagine yeah, your I mean, biology teach, teacher <laughs> being like, it's because of man's sin. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. And you're like, I was just wondering why the mitochondria splits. <laughs> <laughs> sin yeah sin probably sin. did that the mitochondria also has fallen short of the glory yeah. of god <laughs> it wasn't baptized so yeah. damn even the amoebas were freaking sinners <laughs> because they have free will they were born wanting to do wrong <laughs> they things. don't have a brain but yeah. all right <laughs> oh let me tell you what really kicked me out what what made me go like i am not getting confirmed which also my parents would really would not allow until I was like, I'm not going to do it. Like, you can make me go to the church, but I'm not going to say any of those words. Mm. But I had a friend who I was doing a play with. I was doing the Laramie Project. It's like a summer thing, which is a little bit of a gay play. Mm -hmm. And I was in the theater department. A A lot of my friends wanted to do the play. They were in it. They were super excited about it. A lot of them were super Christian. I was like, oh, okay, twist. Mm -hmm. One girl, we had to do like, um, I don't know, a car wash fundraiser over the weekend. And she was like, my mom will not let me. We're like, what do you mean? She's like, she doesn't want me to go out and represent this show. She'll let me do it, but she doesn't want me to go out and look like I support gay people. And I was like, but you do, but you're right? in the show? She was like, yeah, I just like acting, but I don't think gay people are right or good. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. So her mom was like, I would rather write you a check for $200 than let you look like you even support gay people for one day. I was like, that's fine. We'll take your money. And then she was talking about her summer trip. She was like, I'm going to Africa. I'm so excited. She's talking to our other Christian friend. I was like, oh, my God. What are you going to do? Are you going to, like, help with, like, health stuff? Are you going to build a school? Are you going to, like, 
I don't know, like what 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 exciting thing are you going to do? Because they're also asking everyone's parents for money to send uh-huh. them to go. No one is paying for themselves. Everyone is making everyone else's family send them. That's not really fair. And she was like, I am so excited. I am going to save these babies. And I was like, oh my God, are you bringing like malaria medicine? Like, what are you doing? And she was like, no, um, it's a place where like, you know, malaria does run really rampant. So a lot of kids die really early. And I was like, exactly. And she was like, so we just need to go and save them before they die. So that way they go to heaven. And I was like, wait, huh? You're literally taking money from everyone's parents so you can go preach at children convert who are Convert to chil- children who are at death's door. Mm-hmm. And convert them so in your mind, these dying children will at least go to heaven because you're already resigned to the fact that they're dying as like oh, literal babies. my God. I was like, I'm out. I'm so sorry. That's I cannot sick. believe in this. That you think that that is honestly better than going to help them. That you think that that is helping them more than, I don't know. Like any of their actual needs. <laughs> yes. Oh Anything my they're asking God. for. That's crazy. That is yeah. absolutely crazy. And they said it out loud like that. Out loud. And the guy she was talking to, he was like, totally. I'm hoping Katie's parents really fund me. I was like, my friend's parents had just Whoa. paid for like $1,000 of his trip. And well, she was like, what? Listen, high school kids like are dumb, you yeah. know? Like, I don't ultimately blame the kids yes. necessarily of being told over and over, like, this is literally the best thing you could do for these exactly. children or whatever. But, like, the organizers of the trip to lay down. That that's feels particularly so bleak, even in a lot of the stuff yeah, we've like heard for, on the show like, before. And mission trip stuff in general is, is like, very bleak and, like, It's usually questionable. just, like, build a school no one uses. Yeah, that will like, fall paint apart wall, within right. one hurricane. Take pictures with, like, black kids <laughs> yeah, that like, you'll never see again. Yeah, exactly. So, but, like, never would you ever verbalize, like, we're just going there to, like, I know. save them, quote-unquote, and then, like, leave them to die in yeah. the arms of, like, <laughs> like, whatever healthcare worker is nearby. Oh, my God. I know. Woo! I was like, how do you what age was that? Me? You were high school when you were having that conversation? I was like, I guess like right before confirmation age. Oh. So probably like 15, something and like that. And this was a Catholic mission trip too? They were Christian, not Catholic. Because okay. I like, I was supposed to go to a Catholic high school, but I begged my parents to let me go to the public high school because it had a theater department. And they were like, no, for no. <laughs> and, but every time I visited the Catholic high school, so all my friends went there, I would go to parties and stuff. Everyone is doing every drug they can get their hands on. Kids are getting, like, fingered in the bathroom. I was like, this place is insane. And then the theater school is just a bunch of nerds reading, like, Buffy scripts. I was like, this place is more dangerous. They're like, no, that place has church. I was like, but the theater department at this school honestly feels like the place you'd want me to be in. Adorable. It was crazy. And they they really fought so hard against it. Also, I was like, you complain about money every day, and that is so expensive. You've already paid for me to go from preschool to, like, I don't know, eighth grade, whatever. I was like, you complain about having to pay for this. I don't want you to pay for this. Stop doing that. Yeah. And, and you're like, and you got yeah. me for free. I was, you know. I know. I was bogo. like, I'm a bogo. <laughs> like, you are supposed to not ever pay for me. You already, like, have so many savings. Exactly. <laughs> so I was like, come on. Add to the list. Add to the list. <laughs> and so eventually they were like, all right. Because my brother was kind of flunking out of the uh, Catholic high school anyway. So they were like, we'll send you both there. I was like, okay, great. Wow. But I got to go to the normal high school, but still full of Christian people. Because, again, church on every corner. Florida. Florida. Yeah. Mm. We've talked to so many Florida residents on the show. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. What part of Florida? Something about Florida. Mm-hmm. Something in the water. The humid part. <laughs> the part by the water. Makes entertainers. Just, no. It really yeah. does. If you get out of there, 
it's, you're an entertainer. You have so many things to talk about. Yeah. And it's also like, how'd you do it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone that makes it out, I'm like, good for us. Yeah, that's a testimony <laughs> unto itself. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, so many people from high school are still there. Not that I speak to them, but I see them on the internet once in a while. Yeah. And then religion now is just what? What is it? You know, what I'm. Is it? I definitely what a believe. Great question. Nice, <laughs> what is it? Nice soft landing for yeah. the guests there. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fucking. Just uh. a small question. <laughs> Just little question. Um, I kind of, you know, I believe in an afterlife for sure because I believe in ghosts, and I've also talked to so many psychics Ooh. who literally immediately pull out so much accurate information out of thin air. People who have literally never met me, who don't even know my full name, it is crazy. Um, certain psychics who have just like guessed about jobs that I'll have before I even apply to them, before I even know that they exist. I in see the world. an orange sweater and big glasses. <laughs> oh my God. Stop. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs> One girl though, she was like, I see you working on a comedy, but you're in New York. I know you live in LA. I was like, okay. She goes, you're in New York. You're writing a cop show, but it's funny, but it's funny, but you're on the streets of New York, but it's not New York. I can't figure it out. I was like, okay. And then three months later, I got an interview for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Wow. And I was like, oh my God. She also had told me that about like my first job way before I even got it. Mm -hmm. Before I knew it was like even an animated show at all. She was like, you're going to work in a cartoon, but it's going to be fun. And it's for adults. And it's like scripted. Don't worry. I was like, okay. Oh, good. It's not an unscripted comedy. Thank God. Well, sometimes they do just (laughs) based on like a paragraph. Yeah. And then the artists draw it and they come up with the lines. So that kind of sucks because then all you get to do is write a paragraph. Do you like getting these, like, predictions or do you also feel, like, boxed in of, like, oh, well, now I, like, know this is going to happen. Like, part of the surprise of life is taken from me. Sometimes that a little bit. Yeah. But sometimes a lot of them just kind of will, like, talk to people from, like, my life, whatever. And that's kind of nice. Yeah. But the ones that kind of tell me, like, the future, she'll always be like, this is just… What I'm seeing right now, anything could change literally any day, which I think is, like, also a very good thing for psychics to always be able to say. Like, yeah. anything could change, so none of this could happen <laughs> at all. So it does happen? Yeah. Uh, if it happens, amazing. It all me? <laughs> we did do one of those again on the show. We did a tarot reading, like, three years ago during the pandemic mm-hmm. over Zoom. But, but we, need, we need to do a psychic IRL or a tarot reading. IRL. Oh, yeah. Maybe I do tarot fun. reading sometimes for my for my buddies. Yeah. I did some for Siobhan and Anne the other day. Are we really your buddies? Accurate. Yeah, I Would, could do them. Okay. But I'm not so great at it. That's why I don't do it for like money or anything. Um, <laughs> what happens? You just like, why are you not so great at it? Well, I don't like, know what that there's, means. There's like so many cards. So like all of them, I don't know exactly what the entire explanation of it is. So like I can tell you like what I get from it. And then when I like look at the description, uh-huh. I can tell you what pops out to me as what I think is going on with the card based on like the three cards or based on what I'm feeling is like the energy for that. Okay. So it sounds very like woo-woo, but I'm like, I usually have very good readings for people that are very accurate. Okay, so who so knows? Maybe you're not so bad after all. Yeah. 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 Hey. Own it. Be nice to my friend. That's my hey. friend, the tarot reader you're talking yeah. about. Thanks a lot. The pro. Yeah. So I'm not going to say I'm like spiritual, but I'm spiritual. You know, I yeah. believe in ghosts. I think mm. that there's energy all I'm around serious. us. Yeah. Oh. The British version is so good. <laughs> I've heard that. The American version is also so good. Have you ever seen In case ghost? you get hired on it. <laughs> have you seen a ghost? That's a good question. I don't think I've ever seen a ghost, but I did have a ghost that lived with us in college that like I didn't really believe in. And then I sort of believed in and then I really believed in and then I had to move away. I was moving away already, but I was like, you have to stay here, please. Don't you never come saw the me. evidence of the ghost, but like your roommates did. I never saw him, but I saw like he would do stuff like he would mess with me at the very end. Like, like I would like turn off a light and I would walk <laughs> away and it would turn back on and I would go to turn it off. 
and then I would walk away and it would turn back on and I'd be like, Paul, and it would turn back off. <laughs> and stuff ah! like that. Like, okay, that feels like a ghost sighting. Yeah. yeah. But then one time. Oh, I love that you have oh. to use the <laughs> I know. It's my oh. tone I use with my ghost. Ah, 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 Paul. But then he got really scary one night and then we were like, we were done. Um, we like, my friend had a Ouija board. And for the backstory of this Ouija board, at Florida State, Ted Bundy came through in the 70s. He went into a <laughs> sorority house and he killed this one girl who was alone in her room. Oh my God. So her roommate was like my friend's aunt who was out studying for the night who her roommate got killed by, like, Ted Bundy. Oh, my God. So she had this Ouija board that she passed on to my friend when we were in college. Ooh, that, that yeah. Thing. Bad, bad, Th- This bad. is act one of the movie aunt. I'm not exactly. going to watch. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, my God. We were, like, playing with the Ouija board. My friend was like, let's talk to Paul. Because we had been joking about this Paul for so long. Oh, sure. Because um, my friend had lived in an apartment, and he said, there's a child named Paul who's a ghost who lives here. We were like, okay. And then we would be like, don't watch me change, Paul. <laughs> Whatever, like silly things, or we'd hear like footsteps going up the stairs, and no one would be there, and we'd be like, "You had like a frenemy oh. relationship with yeah. him." Yeah, he yeah, sounds like a bit of a pest. He was super great at first, <laughs> and then you looked up. This, I know I'm like so scared. He's around. Like, just in case, we did like this Ouija board, and it was like, "Is anybody there?" I was like, "Yeah." We're like, "Cool." Um, oh, you want to chat? I was like, "Yeah." We're like, what's your name? And it went to P. And it went to A. And it was going to you, and then my friend screamed, and she said, "I don't want anything to do with this." And then a painting flew off the wall. Jesus. And like, uh, it was, there's a thing and we did in like this theater tech class. It's a three foot by three foot wooden painting with canvas over it. And it's just, everybody has to do them in theater class. It's like to work on whatever size, scale. Sure. And it's wood. So she had it hanging on like hooks on the wall. So it was like literally on these like screws that were sticking out of the wall. So the wood was this thick in front of like a screw. So holding onto a screw essentially. And it had to go. And we were like. We're leaving. We're going outside. Yeah. I was like, you have no to apologize that, to Paul. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you fucked it up. He was chill and he was silly and now he was he's ready mad. to chat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You blew him off. It scared me. I was like, yeah. that okay. is scay. So I was like, with the light stuff, it's like, oh sure. Okay, it's a ghost. Well, from it my perspective, this is a story again, once again, of how nice ghosts finish last. <laughs> A ghost just tries to introduce himself and, and talk to an he interesting to girl. talked to him for weeks and weeks. Hey, we were buddies. We lived together for two years. I let him move with me to my next place. This was in a second place. He came place. with you? He came with because I was like, you, you shouldn't stay here all alone. If you want to come, you can. Bad idea. Tiffany. Damn. Bad idea. I, I, ghost protocol. She <laughs> violated GP for sure. I was trying to be nice. I was being nice to the ghost. Paul, he was a kid, I'm sure. It was oh, you think it was a child? We that do. bit does make it different. Yeah. The so adult like, Paul is, I'm like, mm, no. go find a warehouse. Yes. But he's not great. I don't think of little kids <laughs> named Paul, though. Like, hi, I'm Paul. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like five. I'm Paul. Yeah. 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 We're like, Even right. Polly, I'm like, no, that's mm-hmm. a 55 year old man. Yeah. But, but at the next move, you said, Paul, you stay here. Yeah. I said, <laughs> please don't come because I was scared at that point. I was like, you, all right, the lights were kind of funny, uh-huh. but the painting, I was like, yeah, I was like, no. Now I'm scared because you're, hurt hurt if you're mad. Yeah. 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 Like, what if? And I also don't want to be one of those people who's like, you know, those people who the Conjuring movies are like based off of where they're just like, yes, these things always happen to us. No, that's never going to be me. I do not want any of that. Be no. And I'm not going to invite it into my life anymore. Okay. Paul, you're out. No problem. Paul, you have been eliminated. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You are off the boat. Sorry, Paul. (laughs) The tribe has spoken. That's okay. He'll find another nice person with paintings. I'm sure he's still in Tallahassee. Or maybe he's in… Oh, he's in in Florida? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure he really wanted to move. (laughs) 
I know. He was like, please, please, like, come on. You didn't invite him on the road trip, did you? <laughs> I did not invite him on the road trip. So, many, so close, so many yeah. times. Oh, I feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a book of flight on Delta. Oh, we had no <laughs> room for him. We had no room in the car. No, it was full. It was really full. It was me, the, my cat, my friend Jacob, and everything I owned. The baggage. So, oh, gosh. Can't, simply couldn't. Whoa, okay. Yeah. Maybe Paul's in heaven. Maybe. Seventh. Heaven. Oh, good transition. Almost. Uh, thanks for sharing your story, by the way, Stephanie, and everything, all your anecdotes. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. This headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time to dive into the topic. Come on, let's go. Seventh. Freaking heaven and the seventh year of our podcast and the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, our one true God. Finally, we get to it after years of the listenership clamoring, after countless emails, tweets, DMs. We have been. We were edging the listenership <laughs> towards this moment, and, and finally it comes. I am not someone who has any history at all with this show. Never watched it. Whoa. Had a had a, a total lack of interest in watching it before. What Same a weird with day you, for you, Caroline. People would ask me, have you watched Seventh Heaven? And I'd be like, yeah. And then I realized I, I watched Touched by an Angel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but not no. Seventh Heaven. I mean, Heaven. when people talk about the golden age of TV, usually they say like, oh, when the Sopranos and Breaking <laughs> Bad and The Wire and The Mammoth. But it was really when there was a show about Heaven and a show about angels on at the same time. Oh, yeah. Prime on network time. TV. Perfect. Soft focus, mm. gorgeous, 
white Christians. <laughs> Lily white. Beautiful families. Family values. Christian families. Did yes. you watch it? I did. When you were a youngster in I Florida. I did, but I watched everything, to okay. be fair. So I wasn't very, you know, and Let's discerning. get that mic way back. I wasn't very discerning. I'll tell you, I watched everything. <laughs> but I, So I did watch Seventh Heaven. But, but your W, as far as the WB girlies go, mm. you were a Buffy babe. Yeah, so I was there for UPN. I was there for WB. Mm. I watched Girlfriends. I watched Buffy. Mm. I watched it all. I'm, I'm still, you know, oh, yeah, we gotta messing do with the CW. On this show. Girlfriends. Mm. I don't remember this show. Girlfriends was this, uh, how long did it last? Years. This, like, four best friends, like Tracy Ellis Ross, Vehicle, hilarious sitcom. Oh, my God. On the WB. Mm -hmm. Ooh. It was great. Late 90s, 2000s. Or was it UPN? And then it became the CW because it all merged and became the same. No, WB became UPN or UPN became WB? WB. Well, it's confusing because Buffy started on WB and then it went to to UPN. And then eventually there were shows like Seventh Heaven and Gilmore that mm. start on WB and mm-hmm. then WB and UPN merged and became the CW. Yes. And so their last season or two, yes, she's shown us girlfriends. Oh, wow. Cover Eight for girlfriends. years if you want a comedy to watch. It was Eight. very funny. It's good. Do you think it holds up if I like dove in? I'm sure that it does. It's on Netflix now. I'll check it out. Uh, but Warner Brother, the, the WB, one of my favorite things is to uh, – <laughs> Revisit promos from this time mm. just because the the voice that they got for the promos oh, yeah. was the voice, the trailer yes. voice. It's only it was, one guy. It was Don LaFontaine or the knockoff mm. guy that sounds exactly like him. So this is the kind of flavor that's really taking me back. This is the kind of flavor promo they would serve up. There's nothing more memorable than your first kiss. Oh, hi, Wilson. But if your dad has anything to say about it... Just not a day for months. Tell him you're kidding and you're not funny. I'm kidding and I'm not funny. Your first kiss just might be your last. You know we're going to get caught. Seventh Heaven, tonight at 7. I think they're going to get killed. (laughs) (laughs) You know we're going to get caught. I mean, these were the stakes. I mean. There was such a sense of whimsy in that voice. It's so true. Seventh Heaven revolves around... The Camden family, Eric Camden, a Protestant minister living in a fictional town. I want to say the fictional. California, right? Yes. It's Glen Oak, California, which is not a place that exists. And it's just about raising his kids. What I did not know, what I did not realize until we watched what we watched uh, for this episode was that it's less domestic, just familial drama Mm. and way more on a very special episode. Yeah. But every episode Season is two a very really special episode. Yeah. I watched two, two in a especially. row. So I watched two in a row, and they both were very special episodes. Yes. Today. I watched four. Today? Once I started, I was like, I'm enjoying this, and just kept going. Did you watch <laughs> the next one with the bulimia trap yes. dinner? Bulimia? They that hit was bulimia. Mm-hmm. They hit Colts. Oh, yeah. The cold open, they're literally immediately talking about Heaven's Gate. They, <laughs> it was yes, like incredible. With the youngest boy. Mm-hmm. And then they hit um, uh, kissing. Oh, yeah. Too much kissing. And Jessica Beal and her boyfriend, her boyfriend has a line. Her boyfriend, by the way, has a baby. Had oh, a baby right. when he was 16. When you He's become a widowed. father at 16. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. And Jessica Beale are like doing homework every night. I'm like, where's the kid? Anyway, <laughs> so uh, he. <laughs> Her dad is kind of like, all right, we got to cool it with the kissing around the mm-hmm. house. And Jessica Biel, to her credit, that the character is like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not ashamed of this. Like, nice. why are you making me feel bad about this? Ooh. You're being an asshole. And then the boyfriend, Wilson, is like. <laughs> the volleyball. <laughs> yeah. He's like, 
uh, she's like, why can't I be with a bad boy? You know, like this Boy Scout routine is really like, you know, killing me. Like I want to be with someone who isn't trying to please my dad all the time. And Wilson's (laughs) like, I proved I am a bad boy. I proved I could have sex. And now I want to prove I can't have sex. It's so (laughs) cool. (laughs) I want to prove I can't have sex. Well, he like, I already proved I can't have sex because he has a child. You anyway. m- you might have had the same feeling I did when embarking on this for the very first time, which is, oh my, this might be our future for a little bit. <laughs> is of this of, show? Of revisiting this at I some point. So. I There's was like really, really enjoying it. <laughs> I didn't think I would like it so much. The background mm, of it funny. too, mm-hmm. it's this woman named Brenda Hampton mm-hmm. who created the show and people may know her from her other shows, The Secret Life of an American Teenager mm. that put Shane Woodley teen. on the map. Yeah, yes, and it's a very pro-life show, mm-hmm. low-key, high-key. On that, she did a show called Fat Actress during the oh, de- right. the late Christy, Kirstie? Kirstie. Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. That auto-plays after you finish episodes on Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> Fun true? fact. Yeah. Because Actress? I woke up from a nap and I was on episode five of Fat Actress. I was I was really trying to found, find the background mm-hmm. on Brenda because mm-hmm. she's such a I mean this ran for eleven seasons mm-hmm. uh, and then she's had much success and she's in her seventies now so wow. she is a different generation mm-hmm. and truly. and I have to imagine that the there is faith elements in her background but I was truly struggling to find any interviews to speak of Weird. it was a little Ooh. mysterious but I found I found one the the only video interview I found of her on YouTube is a minute and 12 seconds long, but I do think it is maybe instructional as context. Let's hear it. For okay. A tragic comedy, or a comic tragedy, either one. It's Seventh Heaven with Sex. We have um, <laughs> a lot of characters. There's 20 characters, I think. Um, we have a very Christian family to represent the Christian point of view. I believe she's talking about American Teenager. On sex, and we talk about promise rings and commitment and try to fairly represent that group on television, which I don't think has ever been done before. I don't think we've had Christian teens talking about sex on uh, a teen show before, so we have that. And there's a reason. And we have another family that uh, they're good people, uh, and their very good daughter, who's an A student and a musician, and who has a wonderful plan uh, for her life ahead of her. She makes one mistake one night and gets pregnant. So we have the contrast of those families, but they're tied together. Because, as Mark Derwin was telling you, the father of the pregnant girl was once married to the Christian mother. So there's a little competition Ew. between the families giving pedophilia. with the children. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is literally the only video interview I can find of her. But obviously the, the part I found most salient is saying, we really wanted to be fair mm-hmm. in portraying promise rings and Christian family values and premarital sex. This isn't from, from the four episodes you watch. I mean, I guess it was a little bit in that one episode, but premarital sex is one of the huge predominant themes Mm -hmm. of seventh heaven. Oh Oh, really? How you should not have it. Oh yeah. Consequences of having it, not doing it. And it's one of those things that like, it it is so funny because you're more of a Buffy girl. I'm more of a Gilmore Mm. fella, whatever it's called. Talk about having sex once Uh, and getting punished. (laughs) The Parents Television Council, the PTC, which is Mm. this ultra-conservative, ultra-Christian 
group deemed Seventh Heaven one of the top most f- family friendly shows, Ooh. which they gave to Gilmore when yeah. it started, and then it kind of slipped as it went <laughs> on. Where it's like, no, it's not. Never mind. And 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 it it is one of those things that like it was such a brand confusion for WB where it's like, well, okay, we <laughs> have. Like this truly after school special starring a pastor and a mm-hmm. sweet little family, and then vampires fucking over <laughs> here Hell and yeah. like a very vaudevillian sort of borscht belt comedy style, you know, at the eight o'clock slot. So there was such brand identity crisis, even for the WB, even though, like, as we saw in this episode, which we watched the episode Who Knew, which some people call the marijuana murder mystery oh, yeah. <laughs> episode. Which is uh, season two, episode four. People can stream it on Hulu or Paramount Plus. If you do stream it on Paramount Plus, <laughs> it is mislabeled. Yes. It is mislabeled as episode four. When it's episode five, Stephanie started episode the episode about cults. Yeah, it's like switched. It's mm-hmm. reversed. But it still says episode four with the description of the weed episode. Weird. But it will play the cult episode, which also is the bulimia entrapment episode <laughs> and the kissing episode. So it's exciting. Wow. But yes, they are flip flopped. Yeah. For some reason. Um, you know, this is television from whatever, 1997, 1998. Mm-hmm. I was stunned at the pace of it. Oh, yeah. The quiet of it. And also, did y'all notice this too? The ultra close-ups of it, oh, where it yeah. just starts in a wide shot and then like the next shot is just, they're huge faces filling the frame oh, yeah. when they talk, things like that. And the plot of this episode revolves around uh, Barry Watson's character, the mm. eldest boy, gets I'm a joint at school. <laughs> he drops it at home, and then uh, the dog. Happy, <laughs> happy the dog. Which my primary Funny. exposure to Seventh Heaven before watching this episode was a Mad TV parody sketch, oh in my which God. the credit for it was Lil Butt Sniffer <laughs> as Happy, happy the, the Dog, dog. or Lil Butt Licker. Excuse me, I always get those two. The way that up. the dog picks up the joint from the ground and they have it sticking out of his mouth like he's smoking it is like, you know, there's someone on that show having fun. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because in the episode I accidentally watched and that you did watch the bulimia entrapment episode, Uh the kids sit down to eat, which first of all, nerds, they all eat lunch together. All the siblings. I had the same thought. I was like, why are these siblings eating at the same lunch table? (laughs) No family ever, ever, ever did that. ever. And they're like, looks like dad packed our lunch today. And she takes out a corkscrew from her lunch bag (laughs) and just holds it the whole time and then talks about the other girl only ate an orange. I'm like, you are holding a corkscrew you're, <laughs> you're not eating anything holding that goofy little prop but it's like you know the prop department was like this is so silly oh yeah they knew it would be memed 20 years later yeah. slipping from something me. a little uh i sent a picture of the dog with the <laughs> blunt in its mouth to kevin and i said this is dexter if he was cool Hell yeah <laughs> dexter if he was cool dexter after one jazz night <laughs> It's the notes you don't play, baby. <laughs> the most adorable little joint I've ever seen, too. It really is. Oh, sure. And so it becomes this, like, wacky... Are, are most of the episodes like it, like this, where there's just huge misunderstandings and yeah. almost like a farcical nature of miscommunications, which is what so much drama is predicated on, it feels like, Annoying. from this time. Yeah, where it's bit. just like, just talk to each talk other. Talk it out. Yeah. yeah. They'd rather blame. They'd rather blame and learn a lesson. Mm-hmm. So they'd rather like have a lie or like have something that seems like a lie or like an accidental lie and let that guide the shame and the guilt for 44 minutes. So many funny things happen because of this. So many. I mean, the mom, the mom, the joint goes in the mom's drawer. in this episode. Yeah. (sighs) Mom reveals a a fat one. Annie Camden. (laughs) Fat secret. 
She smoked pot in high school. You have to play this yeah. confession. And it is a morality un- play. It's incredible. Well, I, I have two confessions to her from her to play, but the play first it one to her husband. Yes, oh. yes, yes, yes. I because this is the one. This is the clip I think I saw on TikTok because it should say it's having a little moment. It's having a revival right oh, it now. Is? Seventh on Heaven TikTok, is yeah. there, there's one gentleman named Rob Anderson. He's a comedian and he does these very involved recaps Gorgeous. of the show. Where he's like, hey, this is pretty funny, you know, which is not unprecedented. <laughs> Funny or Die used to do mm-hmm. them, do like video essays of them. Uh, but his have really taken off and it's kind of his bread and butter now. And he'll go through like the most kook, because it's like, this is like, LOL, it's oh, yeah. funny, it's about marijuana. But there's weird, like, they get into all of it. They get into mm-hmm. the Holocaust. They get into obviously <laughs> eating disorders. They get into like race stuff and a kid who wants to write an essay about MLK and then the teacher won't let him and then someone spray paints the n-word on his car and he's a white man by the way but it's a race <laughs> it's a hate crime against him like <laughs> that's usually how it happens it, go, it goes down they go down the rabbit hole wow. with all these like very after school special mm-hmm. like subjects which i did not think that's what this show was i thought it was just domestic drama like parenthood no. but like a little cleaner but it's actually like you know, yeah. the story, the message of the week. It's kind of Adventures and Odyssey. Yes. With like all the topics they're trying to hit. That's why I'm like, have we found a gold mine? I uh, hope <laughs> yes. so, because this is very watchable and very fun. I mean, <laughs> both episodes that we watched are incredible in terms of like the the insanity that goes on in them. They're insane. Also, I was genuinely laughing at yeah. some of the jokes. I was like, this is a little edgier. Yeah, than so I thought was it I. would be at first. I was like, that's funny. <laughs> like when the kid said, oh, no, I wouldn't smoke pot. It lowers your sperm count, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was that like, guy, my man. That guy was so funny. Hey, Rob, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would never smoke pot. <laughs> and for the one second, 14. he respects him. Yeah. <laughs> I came up on my moped. I have a mustache. I've grown it for 14 years. Uh, the dad hates him. I'm out of here. He's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Wilson's so judgy. It's like, you have a baby. Shut up. You literally have a whole child. Or or even the there is, uh, and I don't think it's played for comedic effect, but like Happy the dog mm. narks on yes. Barry Watson, gives the joint to the dad, like keeps it in his mouth yeah. and then what is gives it, boy? it to him. That's what I wrote. The dog is an art. <laughs> and he's like, Bleh. And then, and then the, uh, the dad, Reverend Eric, immediately goes into the kitchen and he's noticing like, wait. Oh, yeah. Jessica Biel's eyes are a little watery. Wait, really Barry Watson's eating yeah, too many cookies. cookies. He's got right. the munchies. Wait a minute. She wants to hang out with a moped guy. The yeah. only reason he doesn't like suspect his four-year-old daughter <laughs> yeah. too is just like, what was it? The reason was like, she's four. <laughs> yeah. They're like, she's four. In the other episode, he's Simon's like, I'm going to trick everybody into mind control. They're like, except Ruthie, of course. And they're just like, <laughs> right. of course. Like, She'll be in on this secret. ready to throw Ruthie into jail right. if that's what it took. <laughs> it's like, what happened for them to be like, we're not allowed to put the four-year-old in anything. But not the four-year-old. No, the four-year-old it, is innocent. It yeah. Two <laughs> 143 episodes of mm. this show. There's so much here, but I do want to play the uh, scene we were referring to where the mom comes clean. There's something I need to tell you. I knew someday he'd do something stupid. I just was hoping it wouldn't be anything this stupid. <laughs> the thing is, the summer before I went off to college, I, I did a little experimenting myself. Sexually. <laughs> I I'm sorry, what? His face. <laughs> He's I'm sorry, what? I'm like, trying to tell you. I hit a guy yeah. and I ran. <laughs> I want you to know that the music. I've smoked pot. (laughs) 
He looks like he's been shot. And then someone slapped him while they were shooting like, him. She said, I've been cheating on you for 10 years. Yeah, pretty much. It's, he, and then it ends he, on a close-up yeah, of her face. fade to black. I kind of, I wish she would have like owned it and been like, I actually had fun and I was fine. But no, well, no this is not this show. Crazy yes. traumatic story about it. I was like, what? It's, it's the same thing as like, that guy had sex once and he had a kid. Laying on Gilmore Girls. She had sex once, got pregnant with triplets. Ugh. God is punishing you. Buffy has sex with Angel. Boom, he's evil now. Yeah. Having sex is bad. I guess WB. that is yeah. a consistent W. Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah. Very scare tactic. As far as the mm-hmm. demo situation. Wait, I do need to play this line, yes. which is in the scene immediately following oh, it up. Do you want to talk about this? I just, I can't, I can't believe it. I, how could you drop a bomb on me like that and then serve eight people and a dog a meatloaf like nothing happened? <laughs> <laughs> that line killed Like literally me. saying, I smoked pot once Dropped and he's a bomb on me. His, his life like, is I forever was a changed. I in high school. This yeah. is like decades ago. <laughs> Truly. She often like, I'm at I his ass. I know you. And <laughs> you're serving me meatloaf? Him. Like, you didn't just kill me? Yeah. <laughs> and at the time, that up until probably, I don't know, however many years ago, that was probably proportionate with our understanding of drug culture. I guess, yeah. But weed, you know? I don't know. Even the, right, even the like, kids, like, react way more measured than he does about weed. The existence of weed. Yes. Except for Simon. I mean, that was crazy. <laughs> Simon's such a fucking nerd. (laughs) Actually, I think that Simon's reaction was true to life because when I was in high school, I found out a sibling like had smoked a cigarette maybe one time and Mm. I freaked out on him. I was like, how dare you? Like I started crying. (gasps) It was way too much. I I went full Simon on him. I mean, it's accurate. And I'll say in retrospect, not warranted at all. (laughs) Like, please have a cigarette. I don't care. And I will say (laughs) to my parents' credit, when I asked each of them, like, so did you ever, you know, in college, they they were honest and they were like, "Yeah, I took a drag, sure." Just a drag? Yeah, and I was like, "You hmm. could stop at one dork." No, Did I, leave? <laughs> yeah, it's addicting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, pretty sure you stopped at heroin. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure you didn't stop till you were living on the curb. Yeah, it's so funny. So so the rest of the episodes, them trying to assess out who it is and mm. and what they're doing, and I guess there's a lot of existent because we're jumping in in the mid season, but there's a lot of existent tension between. Reverend Camden and his eldest son, mm. for whatever reason. He's 17 reason. now. He is 17. Okay, he, he looks he 24. He really does. As is the case for shows at this time. And every Matt. time, I suppose. Matt oh, yeah. is the son's name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It goes Matt, Mary, Lucy, mm. Simon, Ruthie. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they, like, them understanding, like, oh, it was probably Matt... They immediately say, yeah. like, they he's, all know it's Matt. He is a yeah. junk. It's not even like, oh, he, he smoked pot once or he just had a joint. It's like, he is addicted. Yeah. We need we need to get him help. This is rehab. also, <laughs> this joint is the reason his mm-hmm. life is falling apart. Right. Which we've deemed it so. Yes. So Incredible. then Annie talks to him while he's shooting some oh, hoops. God, outside. can you please stop that? Wait, before we before we get in there, I, there was a scene that I thought was like, uh, I was like, this is pretty good. Like the way that like Annie handles it because dad, pastor dad's ready to like, mm-hmm. you know, punch Will in the face and be like, you're dead Truly you know? scary. Like really, or Matt, he was like really upset at Matt. And mom, Annie is like, one, like we don't accuse our children of things. Like mm-hmm. we try to let them confess things Even to us. Even though it's all he's been doing all episodes. Even though he, you love to do yes. this. Like, 
this is the best way to handle it. And this will go so much better if you just let him like let it come out naturally and don't try to like corner him. So like just give him time. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, tell, well, tell how the about- horrifying story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> tell the drama. He's like, well, how about I just interrogate each kid about what they <laughs> think about drugs? And then the most guilty one yeah. will tell me. And she's like, <laughs> Okay, like not the point, but fine. <laughs> so this is her trying to like get in front of her crazy husband's yes. like plan to ruin Matt's life, okay? And to like help Matt get there. It's it's so funny. Thing that you should know. <laughs> Something that until today I hadn't even told your father. When I was uh, just a little older than you are now, <laughs> my friend Rachel and I, we turned tricks. Did a lot of... <laughs> Stupid things oh, for these bangs. Yeah, it was pretty, were, I had so many sons and daughters then. before you. <laughs> the country was changing and ten abortions. It seemed like everyone I knew was. Ronald Reagan wasn't president yet. <laughs> Drugs were a big part of that. Slept with a couple women. The generations never seemed so <laughs> far apart. It's so now, slow and so heavy. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that a long time ago. I smoked pot. My friend Rachel's boyfriend would come over to her house. He can't even look his mother in the eye. Smoke (laughs) in the TV room downstairs that they had set up, (laughs) thinking that we were trustworthy enough to have a little privacy. One night, her her boyfriend left her house stoned and got in his car to go home. Oh, brother! One stoplight before he got there, he got in a terrible accident. He went through the windshield <laughs> and he was killed instantly. Because he was high when he went... stoned when we got the phone call. <laughs> this part's my favorite. When we okay. got to the scene, we were half out of our minds. <laughs> how much did they smoke and how strong was that <laughs> weed? first time, <laughs> yes. We were half out of our minds. Also, like, this what do you think we weed does? With. Not one Dead writer on has ever smoked weed. That night was the last time I ever smoke (laughs) and to this day I still feel some responsibility for that young man you shouldn't no that's crazy to hold on to crazy guilt yeah if you're using drugs I want you to stop why her hair (laughs) is so big it's full of guilt (laughs) (laughs) I could never forgive myself a mother never wants to get a phone call like that a mother never forgives (laughs) you want to test the waters but sometimes it, it it's just not worth it Mm. Matt, there comes a time <laughs> when we all have to own up to our own mistakes. This will get him to tell me. Your dad and I always tried to avoid accusing our children. We much prefer. But sometimes that we can't help it. For your own actions. Sometimes it feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes Mama and Daddy need a little release <laughs> in the form of a finger point. <laughs> And he's already guilty. They've already rendered the verdict, it feels like. It's so crazy, too, that it's literally his friend, who is the biggest drug pusher and peer pressurer I've ever seen in life, being like, damn it, you got to come out. you got to come out, Pastor's boy. Come out, come out. And then when he's like, no, he's like, fine, have a free joint tonight. Yeah, he, like, tucks it's it like, into his palm. Okay. First of all, <laughs> what a gift. Second, the fact that he didn't immediately say, oh, my friend put that in my pocket. I have never smoked. That they have to find out in church. That he has never smoked weed. Well, yeah, that's the that's what I'm so curious. Have you how much of the show have you seen? Out of the eleven seasons, when I was growing up, I probably watched all of it. All of it, okay. Mm-hmm. And how much of the faith aspect was integral to the show? For the show itself, yeah. or for me watching? No, the for show? for the show. Itself. In the show itself, it is the it is the through line of every episode. Okay, it is the backbone. 
It is the way that this man can raise a family of five, soon to be six children. So effortlessly. With, effortlessly with one income. The mom is a stay-at-home mom. Pastor's income, Pastor's by the way. Pastor's income. Massive you're like, home. You know you're taking everything that they are tithing He's into your own pocket. <laughs> yes. And you saw the inside of that church. That is not a mega church. church. It is not a mega but church. But a nice office in there. Mm-hmm. There's no way. He was There's cleaning no up. Yes, He was for doing sure. special offerings every week. Yeah, he'd get a little cleanup. My son, he has to go to rehab for the joint that was in his pocket too long. He got high from it in his pocket. It seeped into his bloodstream. Our dog is still tripping dicks. Okay, wait. I also, I thought the dog ate the joint, and so that when the dad came home, the dog had like a little like whoa. I was like, and the dog hilarious. Generally, was made me laugh a lot. Dropped out of his mouth anyway. I was like, "Ah." yeah, I was a little disappointed. It actually would have been. More like hard hitting if the dog like ate the joint. Yeah, and like the dog got was really sick. sick. They take him to the hospital. Like we found out he had marijuana in his system. Exactly. Like that would be like, oh my that god, would that would kill. Got too happy. Yeah, and like you don't have to yeah. do it to little Ruthie and like no. ruin her day. Like just do it but, to like, the dog. That's, that's still like, impactful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there's a season eight episode where Ruthie accidentally Ruthie does heroin. <laughs> <and> <laughs> she Matt tweaking out. He's new. He gets Matt. a job at a crack. I guess house. I understand Matt's like not wanting to confess anything Mm because he's like, you're assuming I'm guilty. Anything I tell you will just be like more fodder for this like pastor machine you're already Mm -hmm. on. And And like, you wouldn't believe me if I said a friend gave it to me. Like Mm -hmm. that sounds like a drug addict's excuse, you know, to say that. So, Mm -hmm. but then he goes to God. But then the, I think the, probably the implicit dynamic in all this stuff, as we know, as Katy Perry once taught us a long Mm -hmm. time ago, hard being a pastor's kid. The added pressure. Mm. And they even acknowledge that dynamic between Annie and Eric of like, hey, it's probably not easy being a pastor's wife. She's like, well, no, just someone I respect. It's hard mm-hmm. to be there, you know, and not want to disappoint them by having smoked a joint 25 years ago. And letting this guy die. Yeah. <laughs> letting this guy shoot yeah, through a windshield. Half out of her mind <laughs> looking at his body on the road, I also, guess. Also, how did that part never come up? Yeah. That's like, oh, yeah, I watched a man die. Yeah. Like, my friend died. I won't tell my husband. I'm saving that for my son. Yeah. <laughs> my son deserves the visual. My husband yeah. will be so mad I saw someone die. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to ice me out for a week. It certainly feels like that. <laughs> He's not going to eat my meatloaf anymore. There was, I mean, you're right. There's a little Mr. Whitaker vibes in the sense of like, oh, he's getting angry and he's supposed to be the moral center yeah, of this and he's thing. Like, and- he's always like perfect. You know, like his worst mm-hmm. things are like his righteous anger gets mm-hmm. out of control, mm-hmm. which is like still kind of another way of being perfect, you know? Yeah. Can I make a side comment really quickly? Oh, sure. I think it's insane and a testament to how much time was allowed on TV and how little rush we were in that they have an entire storyline about laundry. Oh, yeah. That there is a full C storyline about doing laundry. The little babies doing this laundry. This is what TV used to be. Yeah, yeah I couldn't remember if that was another episode, but they like literally used the mom's uh, bra as like a yeah. tub for the detergent. That was, was the like, most okay. upsetting visual from this the episode, This is getting, like they're making us think of Annie's titties and yeah. like that's edgy. <laughs> and the show is cutting yeah. edges. I'll say as a son of a mother, I would <laughs> never ever touch that no stuff. I would show stuff. respect to all her garments. Would you ever go through a woman's purse? Mm. Would I go through, if she asked me to get something from it? Okay. Ooh, good yeah. answer. See, good answer. Good answer. Well done. See, I've been nice. thinking about okay, it. Okay, okay. We, we respect it. Unless I gave you the ick by I'd saying that. I'd be dying that. to know. <laughs> if I were you, I'd be dying to know. Mm. What's in there? What's yeah, in there? Why is it so out. big? That's not for me. <laughs> Men don't carry around anything. I'm carrying luggage. What's in there? I've become a backpack guy recently. Tell me about this. Yeah, well. What's in the pack? (laughs) Camera. Oh, it's just to hold your camera? 
Hey, don't. <laughs> it's better than like wearing it. It's a backpack. I was like, there's got to be a lot of well, stuff. Well, sometimes I'll put a snack in there. Oh, nice. Like uh, what? <laughs> going to school. Like nuts. So you have nuts? You have your nuts? <laughs> you have nuts in a camera? a camera? What else do you have in it? That feels like a purse. Sometimes I'll have film for a camera. <laughs> sometimes if I'm like, you know, at the beach, I'll put my wallet and keys yeah. in there. A big okay. bag to carry around for a camera. Yeah, it is. is. But, you know, what are you going to do? A messenger bag? Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. want to do that. I no. want to be a backpack boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get that. That's right. And camera bags are awful. They suck. And I used to carry around a camera bag all the time. And I don't want to do that Ooh. anymore. Cameras are better. That's and you can't put thing. nuts in those. No. No, it'll go everywhere. They don't have a nut uh, <laughs> cartridge. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? Wait, did Dexter eat a joint? He's trying yeah. to Dexter's smoke his own leg. has been trying to eat his own little joint. <laughs> He's like, it looks like a chicken wig to me. <laughs> He's so high. Oh, so yeah, so I did out of feed him mind. weed. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I thought it would be festive. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> and, and to be clear, for the listener at home, at the beginning of this record session, Stephanie, Caroline, and I all took five milligrams. <laughs> I was, and it we took all took about, a drug test. <laughs> we took a drug test first. <laughs> then we took the five. Clean. That, yeah. yeah there, is, there is truly no latitude with that on the show. It is just like, I will drug test my children if that's oh, yeah. what it takes. The boyfriend's like, I'll get drug tested for your dad, yeah, so like, he loves me. That's right, me. dad. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> when I became a father at 16, I lost the right. <laughs> He's always talking about that. It's so funny. There go. Oh, I'm so interested in the internal morality of this show and all the depths that it has to uncover. It feels like they make efforts to not be too Christian as well. Like the fact in that these sense? kids are like making out openly on TV, mm. like that would not pass the purity test of like my church, you know, like we weren't this doing is that. California Christian, baby. Oh, so true. Yeah, what happens in Glen Oak, baby? <laughs> so true. Like, I feel like there's enough of like normal world creeping in. And even mm-hmm. I feel like this is, again, I watched five episodes of the show or something today. <laughs> five? So, like the dad, the pastor dad at one point is talking about, oh, 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 with Colt. You saw this mm. episode too. And he's talking to Simon about Colts. Yeah. And he explains a cult to Simon, and Simon <laughs> so was like, so church? And he's Genuinely. like, no, Whoa. not like church. But um, then keeps describing the church. Yeah, he does. He's like, uh, cults isolate people and don't let the outside world in or whatever. And the leader tells you what to believe in until you believe it. <laughs> yeah. And and they it's, don't it's, get a chance to think for themselves anymore. It says, I don't want to eat your meatloaf anymore yeah. if you're a little floozy. That's that is so funny. But he, um, but he says something to the effect of like, you know, our job as a church is to like let the world in as well and like engage with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can mm. argue how well he's doing that, but that's kind of the point too. A lot of this watching now in 2023 is so colored, obviously, by the Stephen Collins stuff and all of the darkness of that. Oh which my is, God, that's right. I blocked that out all day. Yeah, which is very unfortunate. People can give it a Google if they want to. But it's very sad. <laughs> uh, and, and they keep like... Uh, Unsyndicating it and then resyndicating it, like because on because of that, yeah. Because wow. people are like, "Oh, we don't want to," you know. It's like Cosby Show stuff, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, hard to hard to watch, and sometimes in that and then context, also colored by Jessica Biel marrying Justin Timberlake. I mean, it is something yeah. you think it's about while watching the it's show. Stain, you know. <laughs> well, my my memory of Seventh Heaven when I was a young man, because this is what young men think about, is the controversy. That came out when she did a semi-risque photo shoot for a magazine. Mm-hmm. And then the narrative was like, but she's on 7th Heaven. What do we do <laughs> about Drama. this? 
And then the narrator was like, is she being fired from Seven Heaven because she goes recurring at a certain <laughs> point? Or is it like she wanted to be a movie star? I don't know what happened. But I just remember that being a bit of a little scandal. Mini, mini scandal at the time. Even Little Ruthie eventually did a, a magazine. Oh, yeah. Um, have you heard the scandal about Jessica and Timberlake's wedding and like what they did there? Wait, which thing? Okay. Was a plantation thing? What happened? <laughs> plantation thing. <laughs> They got married at two plantations. They like they started like, at one plantation. We and went see to you, another Ryan one. Reynolds, and we <laughs> raise you. They had like a funny video they played for their guests. I think at the reception. I remember you talking about this. Okay, yes. yeah, and it was like, uh, it was like kind of a, a montage of people wishing them well, like congratulations, mm-hmm. Justin and Jessica, we love you. And then it slowly started transitioning to like unhoused people they had found on the street and getting them to say like, congratulations, Jessica and Justin and everyone just laughing at it. And like several of those. That was like the fun gag. Not just random strangers. Yeah, no, like homeless people who like were not well. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Strangers would be funny. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they thought that was a gas. So mm-hmm. that's kind of giving Jessica too. Neil Patrick Harris serving that um, charcuterie board. Uh, that looked like Amy Winehouse's corpse. That's right. right I remember that. Fuck? That was at a Halloween what party. Do you or something? Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? Darkest thing I've ever heard and seen. What? I was shocked by this. Um, right after Amy Winehouse's death, he like had a Halloween party or something, mm-hmm. and made. I'm sure he didn't design it, but had someone make and presented at this party a meat made replica of her dead entire head. I can't believe what you're telling me. I know. It it genuinely doesn't sound real to be like, yes, Neil Patrick Harris. A lot of people have memory hold it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was like, Holy yeah. shit. I know. Ew. It was not oh, good. What um, a monster. Can Ew. I tell you, I, I looked up what the uh, Stephen Collins is doing now, just out of curiosity. Oh, oh I know what he's doing. He's holed up in Iowa with his what? new wife who's half his, less than half his age. And yeah. a Seventh Heaven fan yeah. from Germany. Super fan. But the oh, fact that he's just gross. like in Iowa instead of in jail is... Horrific. Yeah. They're just like, after the tapes came out, he went to Iowa. Mm. It's like, that. I hope that's code like, for jail. He's basically, you know, yeah, solitary like confinement. Well, uh, don't was, worry about the girl who's and the woman who's living with him. She's probably fine. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The, yeah, the, the whole, yeah, the story's dark. We don't have to talk about it. But we do have to talk about them going to church at the <laughs> end of the episode. Mm. Because they he gets so mad at his son. For saying, Ugh. yes, that was my joint. He's like, this is why myself off. you <laughs> suck forever and I hate you. And then oh, the son's loser. like, I'm leaving. And then Annie so and Eric bad. get sad. And then they're like, we're leaving too. Watch the kids, <laughs> older kids, slightly older kids. And then they go to the church where they find, <gasps> who do they find? They find young Matt there confessing. Yeah. Do with it, but I swear, in his eyes. I never even smoked pot. <laughs> I never touched the stuff. Like I've this never stick. touched the stuff. He keeps looking behind him. Yeah, he it's sees like them in the reflection. That matters now. I know I shouldn't have brought it home. I could have made the dog high. Yeah. It would have been funny. A dog would have crashed the car and died. He would have. He would have flown through the window. <laughs> <laughs> the way so he's so talking so. is like me in high school pretending I had crushes on boys. Like so from stupid. inside my bedroom door, if I'd hear my parents walk by. Spencer is really hot, I think. <laughs> oh, look at those arms. He's getting a mustache. 
Is every episode like this where the family almost falls apart and then they don't? I think a lot of them is them against other families, too. Yeah, that's fun. There's like one sibling, I feel like, going through Mm -hmm. something. Yeah, and the rest of them teaming up against them. And it makes you wistful and nostalgic for a time gone by in which a show like this could have 243 episodes. That'll never happen again. No. We can't do that anymore unless it's like NCIS Florida. Or whatever. Sorry, I said Florida. I was just looking at you. It's fair. It'd be the darkest NCIS of all. <laughs> I used to watch like, CSI Miami. There's too many crimes. Another yeah. gator crime. <laughs> I mean, Once you know it. The amount of times I was late to school because there was a gator in our pool is crazy. Is that true? Oh my god! Like if it's a more gator than in one, front of the door, just being like, "Hey, you can't leave until the alligator leaves your front door." Oh my gosh! It's Even go funny. get. Why are you late? An alligator was in my pool. Uh, okay. yeah, I don't think a, you could a, tell a gator. <laughs> so the parents hear him and they're like, okay, <laughs> just kidding. We love you. This family's <laughs> going to be all right. A-okay. As long as no one ever smokes pot, ever. And dies. Then you'll die immediately. Yes. Also, happy. they're not like, we're really sorry for immediately becoming the most horrific parents you've ever seen because we saw one joint on the ground and immediately went crazy. They're just like, we're all good then. Well, they love that dog. They really do. <laughs> hey, I love that dog. <laughs> Little butt liquor. <laughs> Come on now. Biggest snark in the house, though. Yeah. I mean, I guess they take turns because sometimes it's like Ruthie. Sometimes it's Lucy's the biggest snark in the house. Yeah. Simon a lot. Lucy and those bangs. I was like, she's going to be the annoying sister. Yes. Because I had those bangs. <laughs> and hey. I was the annoying sister. <laughs> <laughs> I love those bangs on you. <laughs> you got to know Bangs, Caroline. <laughs> Should I get Shark bangs bangs. now? Get those bangs. Yeah. Yeah. Just to Should see. I be a bang boy? Yeah. I'd like to see what they look like. Curtain mm-hmm. bangs. It's giving 2007. I know. Isn't that The funny? side bang. Mm-hmm. It is a side bang. bang, what I'm doing right now in the room. I skipped ahead to season 11 just to see what it's like. There's mm-hmm. no children left on the show. Yeah. Aren't they all like 30 at yeah. that point? Yeah. There's, well, maybe Beverly Mitchell is Wait, still so on the show. Wait, so who's on the show then? Mom and dad. And then- Didn't they have another baby after Ruthie? Lil or son? They did? They Didn't might they? Have. I don't know, but it's just mom and dad. They look older. They look eleven years older, obviously. Uh, in that, so what was the episode title or like description that you saw? Oh, they were trying to figure something out, weren't they? It was something at school. I don't remember. It was episode two, but it's so fun to like watch series finales of shows you've never seen before. <laughs> like, wow, yes. that's what a good ending. Very fitting. Like on. imagine watching the Riverdale finale now. Oh yeah. Yes, I would love to do that. Um, They had two more babies. They had twins. They had two more. Mm-hmm. They're they like, we got to get more kids on the show. Yeah, we got it. They just keep getting, getting older. Getting old and crusty. That's, like an unna- that's, I mean. The dog has babies. They, <laughs> seventh heaven, they ended up having seven babies. <laughs> oh my wow. God. Isn't I mean, nuts? oh, they I, knew the whole time. My interest was peaked. I was just so fascinated. Like it felt. I know it's just like a, a relic of the time, but it felt weirdly like thirty years older than it actually was. Mm-hmm. Something about the yeah. pacing of it. I was like, I'm watching Matlock right now, mm-hmm. or like Magnum PI, mm-hmm. or it's just and the like saxophone and everything. God, the oh, music the was slow, so good. Music. Oh my gosh! Can and, I say? Uh, yes, a please. Fun fact about one of the actors in it. Um, when I first moved to LA, I did um, background work to make money. Like when I very, very first moved out here for like a handful of months. And I did an episode of a show called Criminal Minds oh, yes. where they needed like 10 high school looking students um, to be in this school bus for five days. And the villain of the episode was David Gallagher, who plays Simon Camden. <gasps> oh my God. And so I just uh, was with him the whole week. And I was like, I used to love Seventh Heaven. Were you like just like, 
<laughs> was a little like, bit binoculars. Was a little bit like, oh my god, hey, <laughs> this is crazy. And here you are playing a bad boy. What now. are the odds? We're Did here you talk together to in this bus. <laughs> I think just like little, not like seventh heaven talk, but like just like mm. chatting. You know, had to play cool. Had to play That's cool. Interesting. We're very much stuck on a hot school bus for like almost five days straight. Dim space. Mm. I did background one time. For what? For Gilmore Girls. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Oh, but you guys were probably treated very well. Kind of. We It was still cattle. Yeah. It was still like, wait here for five hours and then mm. I come will out say, for 20 minutes. If you're acting like a high schooler, they are so much nicer to you than if you are just a random adult. Because uh. they're afraid of like, what? I think it's just the random adults can have a lot more crazies mm. that randomly pop up that they're like a little bit afraid of where they're like, um, they're un- some of them are just weird. And with the people to play high schoolers, most of them are just people who just moved to LA who are like, oh, I just need young. something and yeah. I look young because I'm 20, whatever. And so it's also usually the same group of kids. And so it was usually like a very specific group of us who would just get called and asked to go do shows. So we'd know each other on all these different There's ones. There's a little oh, community. Yeah. So they'd plan. also be like, they would treat us better I tried to book a show with my old roommate on the Mindy Project, fun fact, a million years ago. We both got wow. on. I was so excited. But she got put as like 30-something, and I got put as 18 to play younger. I'm so young. Beautiful. And for me, we both had a call time at like 8 a.m. We come in. It's great. She has to dress for the middle of winter in Chicago oh. outside in the middle of summer. Mm. She has to wait in background holding, which is um, cattle, oh um, for seven hours before they used her. I literally get brought in. I get taken to wardrobe. They give me all my clothes. I shoot one and a half scenes. I'm done in an like, hour. You want a popsicle? Literally, they're like, "You can use the popcorn machine." <laughs> they kiss you on the forehead and said, "I love you." Have I love a good you. Day. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> There's like six you did. people. <laughs> You're my like, daughter. Now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, this is the easiest show. She's wow. texting me. She's like, "I've been sweating. They won't let me take my coats oh. off. They covered my car in fake snow." Off? I go for her own car. She was there for like 14 hours. <laughs> Miserable. What? She's like, we booked Sounds this bad. together. Oh my I'm, gosh, I hate so this. So funny. But I mean, they still treated a lot of uh, eighteen to play very badly. But that one day, I was like, gloves. I'm so glad I don't look thirty. <laughs> what a working out. Yeah. yeah. And now I look fifty five. No. Fifty five. No. no. I look great for fifty five. Twenty five. Not even close. Oh my god. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my god. Thank you. Elementary school in twenty twenty two. Come on. Twenty twenty two. I'm like genuinely confused how old you are. I have no idea. Couldn't say. I know how old you are, and I'm still genuinely confused. (laughs) You told me what year you were born, and I'm like, I'm just that bad. Same year as me. Don't we look the same? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bring those bangs down. I was born. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Anything else that we want to say about the episode before? we wrap things up any final thoughts anything that came to mind I'm so glad you watched four yeah. I wanted to watch a bunch too I just ran out of time I was into I, it yeah once I, and Nate was with, with me and we just both started watching a lot of the episodes I was like I'm in it's easy very watchable it's easy watching yes. Paramount I, Plus coming through once again and it's nice to know there's 240 something episodes of a show in front of you that is yeah. You have as many as you it's can nice. watch. I hate scarcity with shows. Yeah, it's like yeah. a Cheesecake Factory menu of episodes. Mm-hmm. All right, well, the way this works, Stephanie's, we're going to give it a holy toast or holy roast. Holy toast is a thumbs up. That's when we send this episode, perhaps, to Seventh Heaven. Mm. Holy roast is when we send it to hell. That's the thumbs down. <laughs> or if it's not quite this, not quite that, it's we like send that it. like that boy that flung through the windshield. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to hell because he was high when he died. This is what he was listening to in the car. (laughs) 
crash. <laughs> and if we're not sure, we can put in purgatory, which is... The space all right, Caroline, we'll start with you. I'm going to give it a toast. Uh, I was highly entertained. I was shocked. Highly? Hi- entertained. I was highly entertained, man. <laughs> um, I was shocked by the by Annie's confessions and her cup size. Whoa. Mm. Um, Baba Booey. <laughs> uh, but also, it's like, it's one of those shows, you know, where everything is supposed to be so normal, but it's all so bizarre in, in the same way, too. That's really interesting to watch. It's so lynchian in parts where it's yeah. like just people standing it's around like, and ne- stiffly talking no to each other. No family has ever behaved like this. The siblings are like so sweet to each other. They go to lunch together. You know, there's just so many things that are like, this is strange. Um, but yeah, very watchable. And obviously, I was into it. I kept going. So, toast for me. All right, we turn to Stephanie. Holy toast. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Extremely engaging. The fact that they opened, they did a cold open immediately talking about Heaven's Gate is so funny to me. We'll <laughs> we'll watch this anytime. And also, they're just such dweebs. They're all like the nerdiest kids in the world. It's great. <laughs> I wonder if watching the show would give anyone like family dysmorphia, where it's like, mm. should my family be like that? Oh, yeah. More lesson-based, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Or just like eating at the same table like a bunch of Every little losers. Day. Yeah. Have like, a chill dog, they'll narc on you. I mean, Mom and dad crazy. are like smooching over ice cream, right. you know, every night. This, oh, is like, sure. this is for the kissing episode you didn't see. Yeah, I'm giving it a toast. I'm watching this again. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going back to heaven very <laughs> soon. And I believe we will on this show. Very good yes. show. <laughs> All right. And now it's time to bring things down to a more worshipful, more peaceful, more meditative space. Space. Beautiful. We're dimming the lights in here. We're lighting the candles. Not a ghost. Don't worry. <laughs> Paul's gone. I didn't invite him here. Not, like some Not welcome. Uh, and on other shows, Stephanie, you might plug yourself or promote your projects. We're not here to do that. We're here to lift them up to the Lord, including yeah. something that we might be enjoying in secular culture. The last great thing we saw, watch, read, listen to, etc. Something like that. And we'll start, as usual, Caroline. I am always um, presenting moral Judeo-Christian values over at Caroline's Farts <laughs> on Thread, on Instagram, TikTok even. Um, and I'm going to lift up. I went and saw Bottoms last night. Oh, yeah. So funny. Um, I have to admit, like, for probably the first third to half, I was so confused of what was going <laughs> on and what I was ex- how I was expected to react. And then once I understood, it was just like, really absurd and bizarre I was like got it and then had a great time really fun really unusual a special movie I would say probably would benefit with a rewatch oh too. sure mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah perfect slapstick mm-hmm. alright we turn to Stephanie okay well I can't say bottoms but just know emotionally I am bottoms. there <laughs> the second it ended I leaned over to my friend and I said I cannot wait to see this again yeah this is my favorite movie yeah 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 um, I'm currently watching a show called Reservation Dogs right now, and it is so funny. I did not realize it was so funny. So funny. But I started watching it. I cannot stop. It is so great. Highly recommend it. It's um, a lot sillier than you'd imagine. And also the poster. I didn't look at it close enough to realize how silly that is, too. He's like, literally, it's like 
a native guy and he's on a horse, but it's not a horse. It's the quarter horse that you have outside <laughs> like the grocery store. Horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very silly. It looks like it's going to be like a tough show, yeah. you know, and about like people surviving or like bloodline or right. something. No, no it's just silly and cheese. fun and so, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of slow too in like a nice way. Mm. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. You can stream it on Hulu and then chase Herler. it with a little seventh heaven. Ooh, Did you say hurler? Hurler, <laughs> yeah. Is that Medea <laughs> yeah. logging on to her favorite streaming Herder service? <laughs> I heard there was a secret curd that David <laughs> played and it pleased the Lord. <laughs> Put that in the theme song. Damn. Dairy. Where can people follow you? Lift you up. Twitter.com, Instagram.com. They can follow me on what Twitter. What.com? Twitter.com. Tw- Twitter. Oh, no. it's Now it's like, looks like porn. Now it's X. Is it really X.com? I think it's still Twitter.com. Okay. Because X.com is probably a porn website. I would imagine. Maybe. Well, I'll, let me just check my bookmarks real quick. Well, Caroline, yeah. not now. So at Twitter, I'm still going to say Twitter.com. At oh, Stephanie yeah. Ritter, R-I-T-T-E-R. On Instagram, at Stephanie Am Ritter. Oh. And, um... That's all. X.com does take you to Twitter now. <gasps> How mm. did they buy that? It's like a bounce. How much money do you think they paid? We should look so up and see. Much money. The like so much money, right? Buying that. I wouldn't give it up for anything less than eight hundred million dollars. <laughs> New drop. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Yeah, you saw me doing the math like slow in my brain too. I'm like, well, it's too high. <laughs> You can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. Peloton, Larbox, Instagram, OnlyFans. <laughs> I will lift up once again, just to plug a Montessori boy sketch at Montessori.boy on TikTok. You know, everyone's doing the please don't destroy thing. What if we made sketches with our roommates? But they're doing it so good, so mm-hmm. funny. Their premises are so funny. JT, Julia, and Diego. Hilarious people. They have the biggest best hit ratio of anyone I've ever seen on TikTok. I did throw my phone. <laughs> threw his phone it, to emphasize. <laughs> and I'm sick of it. <laughs> and you can follow us. Follow us. You can follow us <laughs> at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash goodchristianfun for more good Christian fun and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Stephanie, thank you so thank much you for so joining much, us. Thank you so much, Stephanie. This was a delight. On the show. Thank you, guys. What a thank, thank you. I'm so, like, relaxed with this music. I'm like, I'm <laughs> oh, just going to yeah. take a nap here. <laughs> Sink in. And there's nothing left to say except for, okay, okay I, I love, love you, Emma. Emma. Amen. Amen. Now, now watch, watch this drive. drive. Now watch this drive. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> and we'll go out, of Sorry, course. Just our little mantra. <laughs> with the theme song. Which I know the theme no song. No lyrics, right? No, there is. Oh, there is. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's no lyrics. I was like, no, there's, there's no, no way. lyrics to it. <laughs> I don't think there are. Seven, seven. All right, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.